Welcome back to another episode of the Strong Mamas and Macros podcast. I am your host, Natalie Guevara, certified personal trainer, yoga instructor, and nutrition coach. This podcast is all about giving you actionable steps to help you feel strong from the inside out through habits, mindset, nutrition, and of course, exercise. Today, I am going to piggyback off of yesterday's episode talking about meal prep. And I am going to chat a little bit about some staples that you can keep in your refrigerator to make it a little bit easier, as well as keeping your food fresh and never having to throw away food again. All right. So yesterday I gave my best tip for making meal prep a little bit more sustainable and achievable. But once you have that extra food, what do you do with it? So this is a huge question that I get often when people shift from more processed food to a little bit more whole nutrient dense food, because obviously our packaged food has an expiration date clearly printed on it. We know when to toss it. And sometimes even if that, those uh, processed food will last a little bit longer than the food that we worked so hard to prepare. So the common rule about cooking your meats and prepping them is three days. Now, I know that some of you probably like me have been relying off of the smell test. So uh, this is a surefire way to know three days is generally the rule of thumb for your meats. So one thing that I generally do, it takes like five seconds to, to, um, to do on top of my cooking the extra food and putting it in the container. I always like to put a date and not just a date, I generally put a time to not that hard. You can get things like a a chalkboard little sticker and you can use it over and over and over again, or you can just use some plain old masking tape, or you can just write on it with a Sharpie. Some rubbing alcohol will take that right off of your container so you can do it again and again. So then the question comes, okay, what do I do if I'm not going to eat it in those three days? And so the obvious answer would be to freeze it. But if you're like me, there are many meals that you have frozen over time, and then you have thawed them, reheated them only to discover that they were soggy and basically disgusting. So what do we do about that? Well, this took me a long time to learn the the tools of the trade as far as freezing your food. So the first tip is to make sure that the food is cool. And I don't just mean room temperature. One of the best ways to do it is just to put it in the refrigerator for an hour or two. So maybe if you prepared extra food, you know you're going to freeze it. You're going to sit down to dinner. Go ahead and just take the food that you prepared extra, put it in the refrigerator. And then when you go to do dinner cleanup, it's easy just to pop that in the freezer. The second tip to make sure that your food is not soggy after you freeze it is to make sure there's no air in the container. So a couple of things that I like to do to avoid freezer burning your food, uh, step number one is to use glass containers. I really like the Pyrex glass containers. Put the glass container in uh, the food in the glass container and put it in the freezer. The second thing that I really love, this is a new favorite, they're called stasher bags. Stasher bags are silicone, uh, essentially Ziploc bags that you can, I'm not sure if you can get them in the store. I got them from stasher.com. Um, I believe is the website. I'll link to that in the show notes. But essentially, there are these thick silicone bags that you can place your food in and you can squeeze all the air out and seal it. That is a surefire way to make sure that you don't have any air left in your food to create that sogginess when you get your food out to eat it and actually use. So stasher bags are actually microwave safe. They are actually dishwasher safe. They are freezer safe. So they're a pretty great little thing to have. I keep so many things in the refrigerator in my stasher bags. 
as well as the freezer because I know that I can use them and then I can just immediately run them through the dishwasher, making my cleanup simple. I am not about adding any extra work to my cleanup or my meal prep. I want to make it as simple as possible. We know just with planning our food that we have finite mental energy. So the more mental energy that we're having to use for uh, and physical energy for cleanup and prep, then the less likely we are going to be able to have mental energy when it comes to actually, you know, eating and consuming food and making decisions that align with our goals. When our mental energy and our physical energy is completely exhausted, then we're more likely to just get into that screw it phase and just do whatever seems easiest in the moment. So three days, put them in the freezer. So my, now you're like, oh, three days, but what if I'm preparing for the end of the week? I'm going to go ahead and give you a, a secret. Now I've told you that the FDA is going to recommend um, that you do it in the, in the, uh, in the three days, but I generally will give it until four. So at the four day mark though, that, that is my hard pass. I've got to have it in the freezer. So then my next tip about putting foods in the freezer, because if you're like me, you've done this too, is that you've gotten to the end of your four day period and you're like, oh, I've got to freeze this. While that is fine, it's still gonna be good. The tastiness and freshness is going to be best if you freeze it right after preparing it. So if you know, for example, you have cooked enough extra food, but you're not going to eat it until five or six days later, go ahead and put it in the freezer. Or here's my other tip. If you think it's going to be around the three to four day mark, there's no harm in going ahead and freezing at that at that point. Unless you're going to eat it for sure in the next 24 to 48 hours, I go ahead and freeze my food. That way I know that I'm not going to throw anything away. And that way I know that it's staying fresh and it's staying safe. So hopefully that's a little helpful there. I went ahead and started yesterday by talking about some staples that I keep in my kitchen. And one of those is frozen vegetables that are already, already frozen, already frozen at the store, grab them in the freezer section, try to pick the ones without any preservatives. They're just organic frozen whole vegetables, and those are good to go. But my next tip for making your meal prep easier and saving your food is to go ahead and chop things like onions and have those in the freezer. Now, you can buy chopped onions in the frozen section at some grocery stores, but if you're not going to be doing that and you know that we use onions in so many things that we're cooking, always having those in the freezer, frozen, ready to go, shaves so much time off of cooking dinner and meal prep. And so kind of figuring out what is in your recipes that you use regularly that you can go ahead and have in the freezer ready to go. So if you regularly are using Brussels sprouts, broccoli, all these things, this saves you time not only in having to wash and prep the vegetables, but also we know that our produce has a finite amount of time in our refrigerator. So this also saves trips to the grocery store having to run out. That was one of my biggest time sucks as far as my food prep is having to go to the grocery store for fresh produce because I can't just stockpile it because it will spoil. Now, if you are getting fresh produce, I do recommend getting those produce boxes. Um, mine are Rubbermaid. They are plastic. I'm not sure if you can get glass ones, but it seems like you probably could. Go ahead and get the Rubbermaid containers. This also does keep that fresh produce fresher a little bit longer. I use these for chopping celery, chopping carrots. I keep these in the refrigerator for two reasons. 
I do like to snack on them with hum hummus, so that's an easy snack. But also I use a fair amount of recipes where I roast carrots, um, use chopped celery and things like that. So if it's already washed and at least cut into little sticks, then it's really quick and easy to just chop it up and throw it into um, a stew, a soup, or anything that you might be preparing. Another thing that I keep in my freezer is... Uh, frozen berries. These are really, really good to go into smoothies. They are good to defrost and put on top of yogurt. They are great for oatmeal. You don't even have to defrost them there. You make a hot bowl of oatmeal. You can throw some frozen blueberries in there and the hot oatmeal is going to defrost it for you. And it's absolutely delicious. You can also defrost them and just eat the berries in the frozen fruit alone. So that's another way to make sure that you have produce when you, especially if you travel or you're busy with work and you may not know exactly when you're going to eat that produce and you don't want to waste the money or the food by letting it spoil, keeping it in the freezer is a great option there. The final thing that I make sure that I always have on hand is almond butter. So and if you don't like almond butter, peanut butter, it's a healthy fat. It's great to go on oatmeal. It's great to go in yogurt. If you've never tried it, I will encourage you. Um, it's great to put on some Ezekiel toast or any kind of other toast that you like. It's just an easy way to add some protein and some healthy fats. It's nutrient dense and to keep yourself feeling full, satiated, and satisfied. I would love for you to join us over in the Strong Mamas and Macro, Macros Facebook community and let us know what kind of staples you have in your freezer and your refrigerator that are making your meal prep and planning so much easier and you're saving time and money. So go ahead, go to www.updogwellnessandfitness.com. There's a link right there where you can join the community and share with us what you're using, what you love, which maybe even what you don't love and what's helping you right now. All right, guys, I hope this was helpful for you and I hope you have a great rest of your day. I will talk to you soon. Bye.